We live? Maybe. Well, it's maybe. Yeah, yeah, we are. Oh. Are we we're doing live. this thing? I think well, we're not, doing this. Not huh? live, live, because we're not live. It's just recording on the recorder. Oh. Huh. Well, I guess we're live then. Hello, everyone. We are Parababble. We're here to discuss everything light and dark about paranormal, UFOs, Bigfoots, fairies, whatever you want to talk about. Supernatural. Supernatural. This is our first crack at it, and my name is Jeff Parham, and to my left... I'm Allison Smith. I'm Rob Galito. And we all belong to a group called PRONE. And what does that stand for, Allison? So PRONE is Paranormal Researchers of Niagara and Erie. Uh, we are a paranormal investigative group. We are located out of Buffalo, New York. Uh, the three of us have been investigating for a while together now. Um, some of us more so than others. Yeah, I'm the low man on the pole here. Uh, Jeff still is affectionately being referred to as Junior. But, Yay. Um, there's definitely some newer people than you now at this point. Yep, I've moved up a couple notches. <laughs> I might actually get to the top of the bar. I don't know yet. You can have that bar anytime you want it. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I like the way this show has already started. So basically, we wanted to just start to put together a podcast because we all belong to this great group called uh, TRS, which is the Research Society. That it is. And we kind of look into all sorts of topics, just like we're going to do here. But we really were feeling like we were kind of doing a lot of research for no point, right? Cause right. It was a get-together at a coffee shop and hanging out and talking about, I don't know, Bigfoot one night, UFOs the next month. And I think we just wanted to take it to the next level and get it out to the masses. Right. Yeah. Can't just be ghosts all the time, right? Oh no, that's no fun. No, no, definitely not. We all have other interests besides just ghosts. Yeah, you gotta throw a chupacabra in there every once in a while. Of course yeah. you do. Yep. Gotta throw a men in black in there. Oh yeah, of course. That too. So as you tune in for the weeks to come, we will be talking about all kinds of things. And if at any point you ever want to shoot us an email or drop us a line and have an idea for a show or hear about a topic you want to know more about, uh, we have plenty of ways you can reach us. You could reach us on Twitter. It's at Parababble. Or you could go on to Facebook at facebook.com slash Parababble. So send us a message or tweet at us. And we will respond to you on the show. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, eventually, you know, we'll probably take some callers at some point. Maybe have some guests on. Uh, but for now, you're stuck with just us. Okay, I'm good with that. That's fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> I got a list of guests. But So this is our opening episode, and we just want to let you know who we are and what what's driven us to get to this point and how we've become part of Prone and TRS. Uh, I'm Jeff over here on the left of the left. I uh, got into ghost hunting probably about five, six years ago, uh, just like Allison, right when the... Uh, Ghost Hunter shows kicked off. Um, I had a couple experiences, but I think I wanted to know more about um, why I get scared and why I can't get scared more. <laughs> so that's how it kind of kicked into it. And I met these guys through uh, working at various places, and I pretty much uh, paid them a couple hundred dollars to join the group. And that's where I am today. I think you still <laughs> so, owe us a couple hundred dollars. Uh, probably. <laughs> Those t-shirts can be really expensive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, I'm Allison. I founded the group back in 2008. Um, 
And really, I mean, I kind of had a different situation coming in. I really wanted to be a member of a group, and I had a really difficult time finding one that would let me come and work with them. Nobody wanted you? No. Isn't that so sad? I know. I was like, you know, the kid picked last for paranormal group. So (laughs) what do you do then? You start your own group, right? That's what everybody does. That's what they do. So that's kind of how Prone was born. Um, And we've investigated everywhere from Kentucky to Canada. We're an active paranormal group, which, you know, is kind of a new thing, I guess, now. It's it's a new world. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything old is new again. Um, but we still do, you know, investigations. We are out and about. Uh, we've done a lot of radio shows. Uh, we've written for websites. We do blogs. a lot of lectures every fall. We're doing a lot of lectures. We're yeah. always busy. And everything we do is free. So there's always that. What's that word again? Free. All right, free. We'll <laughs> we discuss that at some some anything. show. Anything you want to come and see a class or or a lecture, it's always going to be free. Um, but you know, I I think for me, it's just I've always been intrigued at things by things that go bump in the night, and that's really what it's been about for me. You know, I've I was always really curious about things. I think that um, types of things that would scare most kids, I I found really like intriguing and wanted to know more about. I was like the weird eight-year-old trying to like hold seances. Well, you maybe know, you were the one scaring the normal eight-year-old. I children. might have been. It's sort of like Wednesday from you know the Adams family. She's kind of like my hero. Um, nice hero. <laughs> so I just really had this curiosity, and I wanted to know more. And I couldn't find a group, so I started one. And um, you know, it's gone and it's evolved. And I just, I'm really lucky to just be able to do what I love with people that I love. You know, I know everybody says, oh, my group, we get along so well. We're like family. Uh, But you guys will get to know us more as we kind of go through everything with you. Um, We are like family. Um, You know, brothers, sisters, we kind of argue sometimes. And I'm sure you'll get a taste of that. We argue? Sometimes. We don't always agree. I never thought we argued. Oh, boy. (laughs) I might be in the wrong group. (laughs) But no matter what happens, we can guarantee you that this will not be a dry kind of, you know, very stoic, serious show because we're just really not those kind of people. Yeah, it's no fun. Um, We definitely take this stuff seriously when we have to, but we like to have fun too. So Rob, what about you? How did you start in this whole thing? Well, well, my story is much more boring than your guys' stories. Um, I was just interested in the paranormal like everybody else was. I was doing a lot of research, like, years back. I don't know, when was it? Like, probably 2009, shortly after you started Prone. 2008, 2009. And I did all, all the research you could do by watching the TV shows or doing, like, internet research or whatever. And You I'm were very, a couch hunter? Yeah, I guess a so. Couch hunter, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but, you, I mean, you could do all the research in the world, but I'm very skeptical, so... I wanted to see for myself how much of it was a bunch of crap or not. I was leaning towards more of it being a bunch of crap, and I I still do, mostly. But obviously, I'm still here how many years later. So (laughs) there's some that isn't. You had nothing better to do. Yeah, so So basically I just went to a public meetup, and that's where I met Allison and the rest of Prone. I wasn't looking for a group. I didn't care about any of that. But that's what happened. They adopted me. Yeah, we totally did. We were like, Rob, can oh, you come and I ghost hunt with us? Wait a minute. I had to buy my way in and you got adopted? <laughs> yeah, I got adopted. Oh, something wrong with us. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's that's prone. That's what we do. Uh, 
we're very experienced. We all have different views and intakes on all of this. Um, like Allison said, we might we might butt heads, but at the end of the day, you know, we're still friends. We hang out, we do our stuff, and we just try to find the answers to everything that's out there. And I, I mean, that's what more can you do if this is what field you're in? You're always looking for the the highest brass ring to grab and see, you know, what what you can put together to make any type of sense. Because let's face it, in this field. There are really no answers. We're basing everything on theories, right? Oh, yeah. Everything is on theories. And if you ever want more information about Prone or where we've been or what we've done, you can check us out on our website, uh, www.pro-ne.org. Um, you can catch us on Facebook, too. Just look us up. Um, you know, stop in, say hi to us. Uh, you know, we're just really excited to uh, be on Beyond Borders and be a part of this and absolutely it's just uh we're really really just looking forward to being able to talk to you guys and you know share some of our thoughts and hopefully at some point you'll share your thoughts with us and um we can maybe all learn together sounds great so we're going to be talking about a lot of crazy paranormal things or i should say we're going to be babbling about a lot of crazy paranormal things but uh tonight for our first episode we picked a pretty simple and more well-known topic, shadow people. Shadow people. Is shadow that like when the sun's out and the shadow follows you? Yeah, it could be. That's one possible explanation. See, for no one ever looked at that as a shadow person. No. But yet we call it. Yeah. It's our shadow following us. That's no fun, though. It's like that song, Me and My Shadow. Me and My Shadow. We That's go a everywhere. creepy, though, when you put it in this context. Yeah. <laughs> well, he These. goes away when it's cloudy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about... Shadow people. Well, there's no physical person attached to them. They're just shadows. They are also known as shadow figures, shadow beings, or a black mass. What about what we like to call them? I I affectionately like to call them peekers. Peekers? Yes. Yeah. That's a little more creepier. They're always like peeking around corners. You know, you never see them like full on. They're just creeping on you. Yeah, they're total creepers. Mm Mm-hmm. So are they Creeper peekers. peekers. Oh, <laughs> there look at that. <laughs> we have invented new names, people. Somebody trademark that right now. I can see it on t-shirts. Hey, there there's an idea. <laughs> Marketing already. We're 10 minutes in. There. We like it. We like That's what it. what we do. Yeah, I remember five minutes ago we were talking about everything's free. Creeper peeker t-shirts. <laughs> say that five say, times no, I was just say, <laughs> so many times we can do that, Rob. Creeper peeker. See? <laughs> it was a good effort. Yeah. So there's a lot of different theories out there as to what these shadow beings or shadow people are. And I have a list of nine. Wow, that's a Just lot of nine? Theories. Nine theories. Can just, we get any more technical? I yeah, I could. <laughs> I have to. I'm, like I said, I'm skeptical one, so. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be the thinker on this. Okay. How about just a list? I have a, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We might have our own theories, though, that aren't on the list, but there's some pretty crazy stuff on this list. So. Uh-oh. How crazy is crazy? Um, well... What's the craziest one you've got on that the list? Cra- you want me to start with the craziest? Let's yes. start with the big one. Knock it out of the park. Hmm. That's a tough tough one, because there's like three really crazy ones on here. Wow. Could it be the D word? We could start with that one. That's one of the three craziest. Oh, no. Not the D word. The, the D, D word. word. Does anybody out there know what the D word is? I guess that's no. 
Well, it's the relative theory to like everything in the paranormal field, right? Whenever Absolutely. you don't know what it is, yep. what is it? Demon. Demons. It's always demon. a demon. Yeah. We can't figure it out. Tag a demon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one of the possible theories is that these shadow things, shadow beings, are not shadow people. They are demons. So we have a bunch of demons running around when we see shadow people. Yeah, is I that guess the theory? so. Yeah, I guess so. So how many demons have we seen collectively as a group? Well, I don't believe in demons. So I'm just oh. putting it out there right from the beginning that I have never seen one and won't ever see one because they don't exist. Right there, folks, is the lighter side of this group. <laughs> <laughs> I myself have seen two demons and I expect a TV show after this. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. I have seen the demons. I've seen the demons. I'm going to exercise your demons. Oh, no. I like demons. They're my friends. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to cross that one off the list. But so, no, actually... So if these things were demons, I think they would be doing things a lot more mischievous than just peeking around the corner or running away from you as fast as they possibly can when we see them because that's usually what they always do when we see them. Right. I don't think a demon would be that cowardly no, you think they would come right up to you and jump just... up in your face and like uh possess you or drag you to hell oh goodness or something yeah they're not going to yeah. do a show and tell around a corner they're going to come right at you yeah they're going to possess you probably only if you have a tv show though oh well yeah. everybody in the tv show has been possessed at least once yeah because they like they like uh they like being on tv the demons do <laughs> so you know since we're talking about this demon thing and a lot of what the paranormal field has learned has learned from shows, unless you were really deep in it before these shows happened and you did your homework, you figured out your own way. But once these shows back in, oh, I don't know, 2006, was it? 2005, 2006? Yeah, probably right around right. And the big craze hit, everything turned into demons. So do you think our generation, younger generation of ghost hunters out there are really in tune with an incorrect way of learning this i mean because everything if it's not a positive or if it's not uncle freddy guess what it is it is a demon because you are scared and you're in a haunted building alone or ghost hunting with a couple people you get scared it's automatically a demon so do you think there's there's some type of injustice going out there by using that word demon yeah i think the people who jump to demons are i mean they're only going to do that if they just don't know any better they just haven't researched it or they have a belief system where they are maybe very religious. So, you know, they might not think that there's ghosts out there. So what could it be? It's got to be a demon. I think it does a huge disservice to the field in general because, you know, the moment you're in somebody's house and you can't explain what's going on and you jump to that conclusion or you say that you think that's what's happening. I mean... I, it always really made me upset because how do you think that that family feels when you get to go home and don't have to keep living there and going to sleep there and seeing things and hearing things and having them happen and think that that's what's there and it's going to harm you, you know, because we always kind of talk about like the negative energy. You can have like negative energy or positive energy, but at the same time, you know, at least, you know, my theory is that if you were kind of a jerk when you were here in real life and you pass right. away on the other side, your personality doesn't disappear. It doesn't disintegrate. Boy, am I in trouble. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, if, you, you know, Uncle Fred was grumpy in real life, he's probably going to be grumpy on the other side, too. Does that mean he's necessarily a demon? 
No, but the that's why they call us in the people who are inexperienced in the field, and they want an answer. They want us to find something. But if they listen to shows in different uh, media outlets, everything is a demon. So they naturally think it's a demon. But there are those people out there that you do house investigations with, or you go to asylums or whatever. That you know, it's not a demon. It could be something totally else you know just a different it could be uncle fred who used to live at this asylum you know he was part of this nursing home um or you know uncle fred you know his last dying moments were at our house so it's a positive thing and it's a happy reminder of you know a better time but i don't know i think negative energy is just negative energy negative energy is just yeah. yeah at the same time though like we have done more than a few house investigations where people think they have demons and no matter what we find, no matter what we tell them, they're still going to think they have demons when we leave, so... Well, because if you really want to talk about this, you get into, like, the whole religion debate, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you believe in religion and you, you know, are very, um, you know, pro that, then, you know, it's like everything else. I mean, you believe in angels, you got to believe in demons. It's the same concept all over the place, so... I mean, I just think it, you know, comes down to what your personal beliefs are. And sometimes you have to be careful with clients like that because, you know, we tend to be more scientific, I think, from our approach. You know, we tend to look at what the yep. evidence we capture is. Um, and sometimes that can be hard because, you know, if people are really hell-bent, ha, ha, ha. Oh, there it is. Uh, there it is. Early in the show. Yep. You know, I'm thinking that there's going to be something like that happening, then... Um, you know, we just have to be sensitive to that. But at the same time, you, you want to be as truthful as you can with people and as realistic, too. Right. Yeah. Well, we did have we did have one house investigation where I think um, it had a lot to do with uh, computers and children. I think there was some type of attention seekers there. And I think that does play into it a little bit because... Hey, let's face it. I had a paranormal group come in and investigate our house because you know it's in, it has demons or something going on. So you know they got a little bit of bragging rights there, and I think a lot of people can twist that up and make it into a a whole other. Hey, look at me. This is what's going on over here, and you know that's tough because you, as paranormal investigators, going into some of these places, we're already pretty much with our backs up against the wall. Because of all the media outlets, because of the internet and today's technology, you know, they can research everything and they can twist it. But everything that's out there is made to be um, like candy. You want people to buy into it. You want people to buy into it. What's the best way to do that? Demons. Yeah. Demons, demons, demons. You know, rarely do we hear the positive end of angels or high up spirits and you be like, oh my gosh it's so great yeah uh, we came here and investigated and we found you have three angels in your house right so we're gonna go home now and don't worry about your chair moving across the room in the middle of the night they just like to rearrange furniture yes wouldn't the world be so much of a happier place if that was angels the case were like all the time? interior designers seriously it would be like a great thing like don't worry if your cabinet doors all fly open in the middle right. of the night it's just them wanting to put your dishes away for you right so so what if your cat's hanging from the ceiling don't worry about it they're just playing <laughs> that would be awesome if you had some angels just to come by and clean the house seriously oh, you ain't kidding. Yeah. i'll leave a dust cloth out for them yeah I'll plug the vacuum in even but I think we have to get back to the point that you made, which is a really good one, is that if these shadow people, creepy peekers, um, were really demons, I think they would be doing things that were demon-like. 
right? I mean, they'd be trying to trip you when you walk down the hall. They'd be, like, smacking you upside the head. Yeah. I mean, there'd be something going on, right? Not just, like, hey, I see you. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah. And, and the times that we have seen them, typically, they are running away from us. They don't want to be seen. They want to get away from us Hide as much seat. as possible. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just don't, like, with the definition of what a demon supposedly is, that just doesn't fit at all. So... I know, Allison, you don't think there's demons out there. That's not in your, your belief structure. Rob, do you think there are demons out there? Uh, no. Because, no. I mean, after however many years of investigating, I can't ever say that I've run into anything like that. Out of the dozens and dozens of locations that we've investigated and the hundreds of individual investigations that we've done, I can't say that I've ever been on an investigation where... I felt like there was a demon there. So until it hits me in the side of the face, like anything else, I have to say no. So we got two no's on the demons. Here's my thought on the demons. I don't have a thought. <laughs> we were I waiting for it too, weren't we, Rob? We were like, here it comes. And yeah, nothing. No, I think that uh, there's some really, really dark negative shit out there. And we can find... <sighs> We can find darkness in a lot of different things, especially when we go looking for it. It's just a natural mindset. I, I'm on the fence with the demon thing, but I'm, we're just trying to wrap up this whole demon idea here. Um, like you said, I've been in the group, I don't know, even know how many years. Uh, sometimes I don't even know my name. <laughs> we have not come across anything that had really like ill intent to take us out and you know rope us up. So I'm going to say no, but I'm definitely going to say there are some really downright dirty things that are out there. Because like you said, Allison, if you had one pissed off guy living this life and he went to the next life, bam, he might just still be the same way and he's going to come at you. And again, it goes back to the inexperience of a lot of people who don't know this. You know, right. Well, it always surprises me when people go in and investigate and they get EVPs of things like get out and then they think it's like demonic and it's terrible. If you came to my house and showed up in the middle of the night, walking around with equipment, asking me a bunch of stupid questions, because let's be honest, how many times can you ask the same five paranormal questions? We can all name them. (laughs) What is your name? Are you a man or a woman? How did you die? Um, you know, I mean, there's the standard, like, ridiculous questions that everybody asks. And if you, especially if you're in a location where that happens repeatedly, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you get annoyed? I mean, I know I would. I'd be like, get out. (laughs) It doesn't mean that I'm demonic. It just means, like, I'm annoyed. And I think that, you know, even though you might have some kind of different level of consciousness wherever you go after this, it doesn't mean that you don't necessarily have some kind of human soul trait, whatever you want to call it, still to who you are. On some level, you have to be aware of what's happening because how else do you have intelligent hauntings? Good point. Oh, look at that. So, we're all in agreement. No demons? No demons. No demons. No demons. All right. Next. Demons what's next on this list here? Crossing demons off. They're, they're done. <laughs> the demons are done. Demons are done. <laughs> I still do like the idea of angels haunting places, though. See, there's the 10th theory, but I'm going to put that on the list and I'm going to cross it off. Right that maybe away. shadow people are angels? Yeah. Do you think angels get pissed off? I mean, I think anybody can have a bad day. Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> okay, so the next theory I'm going to throw out at you guys is just... Well, it's, I'm, I'm going to put two of them together because they kind of go hand in hand. 
Uh, the first one is it's just your imagination. Oh, that sounds like my grandmother. Mm-hmm. It's just your imagination. Go to sleep, Jeffrey. <laughs> and and I'm like, no, it's not. I hear footsteps across across my ceiling. Is it imagination? I say sometimes, yeah. I say sometimes we can wake up out of a, a sleep and just, you know, we could have been dreaming and not actually remember the dream and we're feeling like we're in it and we don't know what we're explaining. Yeah. Or if you come out of a dream or you come out of a sleep and you're hearing noises in your house or something, it could be somebody in your house that's doing stuff. I think this is always a hard thing when you talk about is it your imagination because, I mean, you guys know, we talk about, especially in like the classes and the lectures that we do about the monkey brain, you know, and being able to turn that off. And we try to explain away everything we see and hear. Like, there's always got to be a logical explanation for it. So I know. I mean, we've all been in an investigation. We'll hear something collectively. And your first instinct is, it's not It's not paranormal. It's this. It's that. It's this. It's that. Oh, yeah. You know? And you're always trying to explain it away. And sometimes you just can't. So I don't know. I mean, it's a hard thing with your imagination because you have to trust your instincts. But at the same time, you have to trust that they can be faulty. Does that make any sense? Yeah, definitely. You know, like you have to be conscious of that fact. Yeah, and I think uh, another thing that could kind of factor into being your imagination is just the theory of matrixing that could kind of fall into imagination because I guess... So what is matrixing for those that don't know? Matrixing is when your mind sort of pieces together unclear images that you see and makes them familiar to you. So you might see, like I know you brought up the top the, the example of like seeing a picture of a window from the outside and there's just a glare in it, but you know, someone claims that, oh, there's a ghost peeking out that window. And you know, they got the big red circle around there. And Oh yeah, we've seen those before. You zoom in on it and you see... <laughs> Photoshop. <clears throat> what? <laughs> Well, did you guys did you guys just see that one of uh, the Google image of the house that was for sale that supposedly there was a ghost in the window? Oh I, yeah, I couldn't yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing as exactly what you're talking about, and that stuff happens all the time. It's pretty common. Yeah, so matrixing is just your mind sort of making something unclear look familiar, like a face. So you might see a glare in the window, but your mind adjusts to be like oh wait i see a nose i see two eyes there oh yeah i can kind of make that out so right as long as it's something familiar yeah i think that can kind of fall into imagination um so yeah i think that's a possible explanation uh the other one that kind of goes hand in hand with imagination is hallucinations which uh again it's possible but don't drink the kool-aid yeah don't eat the licorice But the problem with uh, saying that shadow figures are just your imagination or hallucination with the things that we do is that there are many times where we will all see, or two or three or four of us or the whole group will all see the same exact thing at the same exact time. So I don't think you're going to have everyone having the same imagination and picturing the same thing exactly the same way. And if, if you are hallucinating for whatever reason, if you're on drugs or something, which none of us ever are, but you know, some people, you never know. Uh, you're not going to have the same exact hallucination as the person next to you at the same exact time. It's, the chances are just too. So what too you're saying is, if we walk into an asylum or an old nursing home, which we love to visit, if anybody's out there, um, <laughs> if three of us or four of us or five of us are all standing in a room, we're all looking at the same window. You're telling me if there's a reflection or there's some type of uh, shadow bouncing off the window pane, that we're all going to see different stuff, right? 
we're not going to capture the same thing. It depends on what it is, I think, and how, how we all see it. But, I mean, there I'm, I was more using the example of any time that we see the same exact thing that we really have no explanation for. Right, like, for instance, I know we've been at places where we've been standing at one end of the hallway, and we can look down the other end of the hallway, and we can see, you know, creepy peekers um, kind of come out from the side and come back. And we've all witnessed that at the same time. It's hard to explain away that as being something other than paranormal because yeah. I know what you're what Jeff's saying is that you know if I see the color blue is it the same color blue to you mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. you know because everyone's got their own interpretation but I can tell you that if we're all in the same location and we see movement and we can all you know acknowledge that there's something there then chances are it lends more credibility to it actually being some kind of phenomenon. But at the same time, you have to be careful because if I say something, am I then putting the idea in your head that you might have seen it too? You know, like we always talk yeah. about that right, too. Right. When we go and like do our EVPs and stuff, we don't tell each other what we think it says beforehand because we don't want to, you know, taint what could possibly be on there. You know, I don't want to tell you this is what I think it is because then you're going to hear that no matter what. And I think it's the same thing with like what we're talking about, this theory of everyone seeing the same thing at the same time. So a lot of times the best things to do is just to write down what your impressions are and compare them after the fact. Yeah, and we do that all the time. And it's always funny how we react to that situation. We're always just like silent and in shock on our own. And then it's just like, did you see that? And, and then it, you just wait a while because, I don't or know. Or we'll you, ask you each just, other, like, yeah. well, what did you see? Yeah, like, well, what did you see? Yeah. <laughs> I know what I saw. <laughs> But it's good, you know, I mean, you have to kind of second guess those things because group hallucination, you know, I mean, Ooh. I'm sure there's been some studies. some studies and some experiment done with stuff like Again, that. Again, I go back to Woodstock. Yeah. That was well, a group study. And the Philip experiment, you know, stuff yeah. like that happening where you're creating a phenomenon just based on the same repetitive thing over and over again. We'll have to talk about that in a future show, but... There you go. You know, I mean, these are all, you know, very important things to think about when you're out there doing paranormal investigative work. Yeah. I like that. So, hallucinations? And imagination. And imagination. Is it an A or yay? Or are we still on the fence? It can go either way. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to say in certain situations, they could both be explanations as to what a shadow person is. But when you're seriously trying to do an investigation and you're going about it in a scientific way and you have more than one person doing it and the, and all these people are not on drugs and they're all have a clear mindset you can kind of rule that out especially when you have multiple people seeing the same exact thing and if you have a, a good system going as to how to validate that when there is some kind of sighting so for those situations i could cross them out but i'm sure there are situations where someone's hallucinating or it's just their imagination we're always learning stuff in this group, and I have learned going forward that I will clean my contacts better. <laughs> <laughs> or just take them out, like Rob has to halfway through every investigation. Or I will use the person to my right to see for me <laughs> and take their word. Well, that's why you use the buddy system. You never investigate alone. You know, I know that there are so many times when you see people like, I'm going to go sit in that room by myself, but what good is that if you do see a, a shadow person and you have nobody there to validate what you're seeing? But then you're back to your trust again. Oh, yeah, of course. Trust. I mean, that's definitely something to consider. But it always helps. Yeah. So where are we going next, Rob? What do we got here? Well, the next one is a very specific kind of shadow person. 
It's the kind of shadow person you see when you're in bed at night. You might be sleeping. You might wake up. So is this, are we talking like shadow person or are we talking like succubus? Well, incubus. Well, yeah, that's incubus, the, that's succubus. The crazy rabbit hole this is going to go down. <laughs> you wake up in the middle of the night at the end of the bed. You see a big shadow person. One of the possible explanations is sleep paralysis. Millions and millions of people have woken up in the middle of the night and seen someone sitting at the foot of their bed, an image, or even standing or hovering over them. And then once they come to some type of clarity and realize, oh my God, what am I seeing? It goes away. So is that just your mind getting in focus with the physical end of your body and saying, oh, I just must be, I must be dreaming. I'm coming out of something. I have to tell you that as far as creep factor goes, this is pretty much up there on the top for me. I don't ever want to wake up in the middle of the night and have some figure hovering, hovering over me, face staring me, face. Fa- yeah, stealing yeah. my breath. I mean, I could not deal with that. And I, I have no problem going into some really scary locations. I don't scare easily when I'm investigating. But if that ever happened in my own house, I'd, I'd be lighting up some sage. I'd be doing something because yeah, I, I would not want that to be occurring on a regular basis. I had something like that happened once. Really? Not at my own house. No, you guys know it was in Salem. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it wasn't, uh, yeah, it really shouldn't count because it wasn't really a shadow person. It was like a full apparition. A little girl. Okay, we're there though. Yeah. We're in the moment. Let's go with it. Yeah. And I still don't know, like, it could have been some kind of sleep paralysis, but I've never had that happen before. We were staying in a hotel that, well, it was a bed and breakfast that's been around since the 1600s, so there's obviously a ton of history there. I mean, who knows what could have happened there? Who knows what could be there? We didn't formally investigate the place. And I don't know. I mean, I don't even count this as a real paranormal experience because I don't know if it was some kind of sleep paralysis, even though, like I said, I, I've never had that happen before or what what the fact was or what was going on. But when it happened, I, I just didn't care at all. I was just so over It was probably the server. You were at a better breakfast. They are probably getting ready yeah. to take your order. Yeah. I, no. just, I didn't care. It's still I was, creepy. It is definitely creepy. I was creepy. very tired. And that, I, you I know, care. and right just, there, now you're tired. I, my, my exact reaction was, I'm trying to sleep. Just go away. I, I don't need to deal with you right now. Just go. That's because you're tired, though. But if you wake up and you come out, you, you might be... Some people will react to that totally different. Mm-hmm. They're going to wake up and be like, ha! Ah! Yeah. And, you know... Yeah. I'm just too jaded. I just didn't right. Care. Your your thought pattern was, I need sleep. I am not de- I ain't got no time for this. Nah, it's just a little girl ghost. What's she gonna What's she gonna do? I don't care. You never to know. Sleep. Go away. But that's kind of like a good point of what you said about how people just like wake up like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we dream every night supposedly, mm-hmm. and we don't remember it. So isn't it possible that you could have had like some kind of dream that you know you forced just... you awake, and that's what causes that kind of feeling of right. like. You know, foreboding, like something bad is happening. And people will swear by that, that, you know, no, that person was standing right next to me in the bed. It was, we're going to go back to Uncle Fred. He's going to be a popular guy in this show, I think. (laughs) Uncle Fred hanging out with a stogie next to me, just staring at me. And people will live and die by that because that's what they believe they saw. They, in their own minds, they say, you know what? It wasn't sleep paralysis or anything like that, or me just kind of waking up out of a hallucination. I know what I saw. Oh, it's so creepy. You you remember that scene? I believe it's in the first Paranormal Activity movie where the, the girl gets up and she's just standing at the side of the bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, the time lapse go, and she mm-hmm. just keeps standing there staring. 
Oh man, that like every single time I see that, it totally freaks me out. For any of those who have children, <laughs> when you're sleeping on a couch and parents, we all know what this is about. When your three-year-old wanders up and you're sitting there all nice and cozy on the couch sleeping and you just have that presence of mind to open your eyes and there stands your child, yeah, same effect. You're going you're gonna to jump, you're going to scream, and you're going to like, I saw it. Well, actually, you didn't see it, but it's your child. But it's the same type of effect. You know, you get caught off guard, you're startled. And I think people's emotions and their subconscious are really low point. You know, your body's in low maintenance. And when you come to, something, something is just going to hit you. It's going to be a scare factor, like you said. Yeah, or again, like your mind's trying to make sense of what you're feeling and what exactly. you're seeing. So it's going to pull from things that you know exist already. Right, because if it is true, we're using, our body is using the energy around us. We're, you know, we're pulling it. So it's, oh. a, it's an alarm system. Yeah, it's an alarm that's a good system. Point. Yeah, kind of think about it that way. Because you think about it, when you go ghost hunting, you're already in a you're, you should be in a relaxed state of mind, clear, clear and focused. And when you go in there, you're letting things come to you, and you're trying to take in the environment. So what's the difference if we go to bed when at you're night? Sleeping. You know, you're not expecting. You're not thinking about your work day. You're not thinking about what you got to do tomorrow. You're thinking about sleep. Your body goes into that shutdown mode, and then ear open. And then, then a lot of things can come come to play into that. Sleep in general is kind of like a weird thing. Like, yeah, that could be a whole topic in yeah. itself. This whole <laughs> sleep paralysis thing could be. No, yeah, sleep I mean, is a great thing. Well, yeah. I mean, it's great, but when you think about it, you know, your sub your subconscious is going. You're not really present. You don't know what's happening. You know, it's it's kind of like a really weird state to be in when you think about so it. So your guard is down, and anything's right. anything's possible. Right, it's on. Oh, it's on. It's I'm gonna on. go with the fact that I probably. I'm going to weigh with the millions of other people that do see things. And there are things at the foot of beds because people have woken up out of cold sleeps and families will, I'm sure somebody's out there has families that say, you know what? Grandma was sitting at the end of the bed. I know grandma. I saw grandma. It was her face, you know, and I do believe that happens, but I also, you know, the other 50% I'm going to throw, you could be waking up and you're groggy and you think you see something and, it's your mind trying to f- focus and fix fixate on something. I'm definitely two thumbs down for the whole sleep paralysis shadow person thing. Yeah. To me, that's like a complete and total biometric reaction that your body's having. It has nothing to do with the paranormal. Nothing with the paranormal? I don't believe so. So if you're awake and you see a shadow person? That's different. My my all, My state of consciousness is different when that's happening. I can't trust that if you're unconscious... And something, and you wake up immediately, and you think something's happening that it's really legitimately happening. But aren't we supposed to open ourselves up when we go to hunt? Well, I mean, would yeah, be the same difference again, as sleeping? Why? Why would a, why would a ghost spend all their time hovering over you while you're sleeping? I mean, I I want to be doing way better things. I want to be rearranging your furniture, or <laughs> you know, leaving you a note on the mirror in the bathroom, something cool. I mean, I wouldn't want to spend all of my time hovering over you and waiting for you to wake up. Maybe they don't want you to be there. Maybe. Maybe it's a sign from them. But Maybe then they're why trying to do reach it out. then? Why not do it when you're awake and conscious and tell you to get out? Um, well, see, now I'm biting into what you're saying. It yeah. could be our mind shutting down saying, you know, when we're awake, our mind has a different process. Right. Than when we That's sleep, we're open. That's kind of what I'm thinking. It's different, you know? I don't think you can trust it. Yeah. So I think sleep paralysis could be a topic in itself, but... Yeah, I think we could probably cross that off the list, too. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, I lose this one. That's okay, though. Well, you don't necessarily lose. We can half cross it off. All right. 
Well, when I go home tonight, I'm going to let you know what's going on. So far, it's the front runner, so... Hmm. Okay. We didn't all dismiss it. No, the pen's not even working. It won't let me cross it off. So Uh-oh. maybe that's paranormal. Here, I'll give you mine. We'll share. Okay. Oh, there we go. Now it's crossed off. Okay. So there are five more explanations left. Wow. That's it? Yeah. I have a couple of questions along the way. Well, and if you guys out there have any theories about what you think it is, especially if it's something that we haven't touched on... Uh, you can go to Twitter and reach us at, at Parababble or Facebook.com slash Parababble and let us know what your theories are. Um, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys, and I'm sure that there's probably some things out there that we're not going to touch upon tonight that we can, um, you know, hear about and bring those up on a future show, too. So reach out. Let us know. Absolutely. Is it sleep paralysis or no? no. It's not sleep paralysis. No. <laughs> you know what it could be, though? No. Wait, we already did demons, right? Yeah. <laughs> This one's just as crazy. Aliens. Uh-oh. Yes. Here it comes. Here it comes. For Aliens. those of you that don't know yet, Jeff is our resident alien buff. <laughs> I just might be the resident alien. I don't know about that. Oh, we need to learn some alien <laughs> testing skills to make sure we don't have one in our midst. Yeah. So, yeah, the theory is that the shadow people are actually just aliens. And I don't know... Maybe they just have these cloaking devices that make them featureless. Oh, goodness. So that they could blend in in our environment and they could observe us. Yikes. I think they're observing us. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think it's another level of a shadow person. I think they're all working in cahoots. They could be what? getting ready for the invasion. I smell a conspiracy theory. Mm. Yeah, definitely. They're working together. I think alien... Uh, we're going to have to somewhat attack this but i think when people have these uh experience with alien abductions and they wake up and you know they can't move and it's a sleep paralysis and everything else i think that that is actually happening but and seeing the shadow people i also think is happening i think you have many different little dimensions working here and everything affects everyone differently i don't know that how well you can prove that obviously there's a thousand shows there's a thousand million books on this but if we are going to sit here and go with the, the uh, belief that aliens are real and they're doing this stuff and all these people are having these effects, I'm, I'm definitely going to say that there's many levels working here between shadow people and aliens. It's going to be two different things, but yet the same. What they're coming think? to us. Can you, can you agree with that or disagree with that, Rob? Uh, Should I shorten that up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Aliens definitely are coming into our sleep patterns and dreams and getting us when we're unconscious. I can hear the crazies now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I don't know. I already crossed sleep paralysis off the list, so I'm going to cross off. Well, you put it out there. Aliens was, a, was, a, was one An of the reasons. Yeah, for shadow people. But I think, yeah, there, I, th- I definitely think there's aliens out there somewhere. I don't know if they're here. I don't know if they've ever visited or they're flying around anywhere, but... Uh, I don't think they're the shadow people walking among us. Because there are times, I mean, when we do see shadow people, like, on investigations and stuff, you could tell their body shapes, and they look human. They all come in different sizes and shapes. They don't look bizarre. Although, I guess you could say that that's the part aliens, of their cloaking the device. Could be cloaking. I mean, they're advanced, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I could be full of crap, too. But no, I don't think so. 
We have to capture one and sew it back on like Peter Pan. <laughs> That's the only way we'll be able to know and test this theory of they're, what it actually they're is. They're too fast. We're never be able to catch one. Yeah, they do have a supernatural speed to them. Yeah, they move very fast. Yep. I can't speak on it anymore. I can neither confirm or deny the allegations that are presented here right now. So I am going to step out of the alien theory. All I'm going to say is there's abductions going on, and it's a different realm. Well, Jeff is versus, our man in black. Versus the, uh, hey, I woke up and, uh, you know, we had a shadow person trampolining on our bed. Well, when we talk about aliens, that'll be a whole other world. We'll have to get my mom's uh, whole story on the... Oh, your mom has a story? Oh, yeah. She's seen a UFO. What? Oh, yeah. Like, legit saw it. It was in the paper the next day and everything. So I don't know necessarily how I feel about it, but when someone like your mom tells you... You kind of have to believe it, you know. Was it a hallucination? Know. No. She was in the car with two other people and they all saw it. Oh, they all verified it. It was this. a group hallucination. Group? Again, Woodstock. Yeah, so Nancy, you're probably <laughs> listening to this. Uh, we probably have just our moms listening. So, hi moms. Hi moms. Um, you should uh, drop us a message so that we can get your uh, whole story out there. Yes. Maybe we'll even... Not an alien message. Give you a call when we a do that message. show. Because we definitely... <laughs> I'm sure that Jeff would be very interested to hear that whole uh, story about what happened. Absolutely. Yeah, but I'm going to cross aliens off the list then. It I'll seems cross less, it off because it's it's a different. It's less I think than it's probable. A, right, it's a different vibe. It's a whole different thing. So. Okay, so. Astral bodies. People who are astral projecting themselves. They oh, are the goodness. ones that are showing up. In the shadow. Can I just tell you that when I was in fifth grade, I took out a book about this and I tried to do it for like three weeks in a row. Until you really I were that back. person scaring other kids? I really there. was. Yep. So it worked? No, it didn't work at oh. all. Um, you have to be in an altered state of consciousness and I could not achieve that at 10 years old. So I guess the theory... <laughs> right. Could, uh, so Woodstock is definitely out for you. <laughs> what about Woodstock 2? No. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's kind of a crazy thing to think about. If you could project yourself somewhere, why would you go to a haunted, old, beat-up, dilapidated building? Why wouldn't you, like, break into, like, a safe at a casino and play in the money or do something fun, right? So basically what or we're saying fly. here... Or fly, yeah. So what we're saying is here, this uh, someone is going to sleep and they're projecting themselves somewhere else. Right. And you're waking up and seeing this. Well, you're awake. Yeah. So if we're in this we're house, we're not sleeping anymore. Sorry. We're in a house right now. We're investigating, and Joe Schmo, three houses away, has the ability to do this. And right now, he's sitting on his couch, and he's projecting himself here. We're seeing the shadow person, which yeah. is his astral projection. So it's not an out of out of body experience. It is for the person that's projecting it, but not for the people seeing it. Okay. We're seeing the shadow person. That's the effect of the astral projection. I have a cousin. Uh oh. He, Does he have two first names? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure where the story was going. Well, <laughs> if we want to get into nationalities, I'm Polish, he's Polish, so it can go anywhere from there. <laughs> uh, he fell asleep one evening and projected himself to uh, one of the local gin mills. That's how old this is, people. To uh, a gin mill, and he remembers seeing everybody in the bar, but they didn't see him. And when it came to the next day, they started talking about it. They said, oh, you guys were down over here doing this at the bar drinking. And he goes, no, we weren't. He says, oh, yeah, Jimmy was sitting here. Bobby was there. I could see the sweat. I was outside in the cold. So now what you're talking about is something different. That's that's remote viewing. And there oh, definitely are mediums and psychics that claim that they can do remote viewing. So if I'm 
um, you know, it's sort of like along the same lines as when they try to solve like crimes. Mm -hmm. They can like put themselves in that situation, but you can also do it in real time. So if I'm sitting here and I want to see what's happening, you know, somewhere else, I can project my consciousness there and I can tell you what's happening. Okay. So remote viewing is a little bit different because there's no physical, um, there's no physical physical manifestation. It's so, almost like a viewfinder seeing everything that's right, going on. Right, right, exactly. Okay. Yeah, like you got a telescope and you're looking into it. I think the big question is, is that patent yet? I mean, can <laughs> we, is there a way to get an angle on it? I know we said free, but hey. <laughs> I don't know. We can put it on the front of the t-shirts maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remote t-shirts. viewing of creeper peekers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I think astral projection is probably a pretty far-fetched thing. Yeah, you got better things to do if you could do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Crossing it off the list. So you're not going to project yourself to your ex-girlfriend's house? Well, if you're a creepy stalker, st- creepy peeper stalker creeper, person, peepers. <laughs> you might. Okay. Okay. The next one's pretty crazy, too. Interdimensional beings that are bleeding through into our reality. How is that different than aliens? Well, because there's theories out there that there are an infinite number of parallel dimensions, and in those dimensions there are slightly different variations of everybody, and all of the dimensions are kind of, like, parallel with each other. So you could, yeah, my mind is just blown. This could be a topic in itself. So you could, you would say that, you know, the parallel dimension version of you or me or Jeff is kind of bleeding through into our dimension, but all we're seeing is the shadow version of that. And which dimension it could be, I don't know, because like I said, there's an infinite number. So of is this like the movie dimensions. like Multiplicity? No. Where like you just keep there's like all these clones of yourself and some are smarter and some are not smart and some are well, yeah, more athletic and there could there you could have infinite numbers of you right in yeah. all varying in degrees in all the different dimensions yeah in the parallel dimensions oh god that's, that's scary heavy. oh and then there's alternate dimensions where physics don't work the way that they do in what? our reality so gravity might not be the same you might be able to float around and stuff but that's so we're just, not bending light yeah that's okay. another topic for itself. But yeah. So is the veil thinner or something in certain spots? Is this a veil thing? I mean, I guess that's the that's a possibility. But why would you still be a black, indiscreet shadow? Why wouldn't you be you? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's for higher beings to understand. Oh, like our intelligence hasn't gotten to that level yet. Right. We're not like the Buddhist at the ultimate. Do we want to step into the re- religious realm? Maybe we're not able to see this. Maybe we're this is just something we're never going to figure out and we're going to have to just play the guessing game until we kick the bucket. Hi. I don't know how I feel about that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I went there. We're going to dig deep, Allison. (laughs) We're all about finding out the truth, right? That's prone. Above all, we seek the truth. Yeah. (laughs) No matter who it pisses off. (laughs) Yeah, I think interdimensional beings could be a topic... For a show in itself, parallel dimensions, alternate dimensions. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think but, it, it's probably worth exploring more, but as far as shadow people go, I don't see what shred of... You can't prove it or disprove it. No. It's one of those things where Unless it's like, you've gone you, there and visited. I mean, it's a popular physics theory that there are alternate and parallel dimensions, but you can't... There's no way to prove it, and if well, you, even if you could, you exactly. can't prove that shadow people are these beings that we're seeing you said from it. other dimensions. Theory. So, crossing it off the list for now. But who knows, it could be. So is it a full cross-off or a half cross-off? 
It's a half cross off. A lot of these could be half cross offs, but this is one so, that you can't you can't really. So we have no basis for anything. Everything's debatable. Yeah. Welcome to the paranormal. Oh, I thought there was answers here. <laughs> BS. <laughs> I got a question for you, Rob. Yeah. Do you think shadow people are aware of other shadow people? Do you think they're aware of other beings that are moving around? We yeah. got a little time to go extra here, do we? We can oh, run yeah. a little extra? Yeah, why not? We're going to go over time on the first one, I think, a little bit. Why not? That's what the five people are calling for yeah. that are listening, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you, think, do you think the shadow people are aware of other shadow people when you get to the other side? I know we don't have any physical proof that they know what's going on, or are they their own single-minded entity that is just doing its own thing and the other ones never cross or meet? I think they meet. Just think because meet. of what, what I've seen... And what I've been able to capture on film, on video, um, it also probably depends on what you really think these are. But I've caught a video in a basement of a place where you saw two very separately distinct shadow people running back and forth with each other. So that right there just tells me that, you know, they can kind of at least interact with each other or they know they're at least aware of each other. So you're saying their so, energy, their presence is aware of other energy and presence. Yeah. And they're aware of us too, because that's how they're so good at running away from us and hiding from us. Cause we've caught that too, where as soon as you see a, a peak of them, whether it be with your own eyes or even on video, like we have, they dart the other way and they want nothing to do with you. Do you think, do you think um, do you think they fight for each other or when they want to go and say end up on uh, Grandma Mary's bed do you say have two of them sitting there going I got this I got this and they're like the energy is competing to get somewhere I'm really putting a personality into the energies and the shadow people because if we believe that they are energy that's moved um, are they still having the same feelings? in emotions that are down here, which we believe they do, just like we said before. If you're pissy in this life, you're going to be pissy in the next life. Right. But how much interaction is there on the other side? Well, again, I think it depends on if it's a residual or if it's an, in, if, you know, if it's an intelligent haunt. Let, let's just take the residual out. Let's just stick with the intelligent haunts. If me and you are hanging out there and we really want to go scare Rob, are we going to argue over what night we're going? I mean, are, am I aware that you want to go... Well, I think that they, they have some interaction to some extent, only because we've definitely witnessed it. I mean, we've witnessed one spirit, one, you know, being looking out for another. Yeah. So, you know, almost like as a protector of that. So I think that there's definitely um, potential for that. But I think when it comes to shadow people, I don't necessarily think that that much of it is there because they don't have enough to manifest fully anyway. So you got to wonder where their consciousness is. If they have it, and they're conscious of what they're doing, then why can't they fully manifest? Why are you only seeing the shadow? But if you see a relative at the foot of your bed, and you know it's your relative, and you are not sleeping, I mean, and this is, there's been reported cases going way back, thousands of years about this, you're seeing that person. Why are you seeing your family member there? They have to have some type of consciousness to know to come to, come to you, to maybe give you a sign, or to say I'm okay, I feel comfortable now knowing that, you know, my relatives there. But do you see them as there. a shadow or do you see them as a full apparition? 
it depends. What half do you see? <laughs> do you see the top half or do you see the bottom half? Yeah. I mean, and that's a good thing too. I mean, sometimes you don't see a whole person. Sometimes you only see part of the person. Or a limb here and there. And... Yeah, you catch a shoulder and an arm and a one leg going around a corner. Yeah. Well, I hope definitely in the next life I'll be buff. <laughs> that way I can come back. You know, just be all to it. How much time we got left, Rob? Um. We can go as long as we not want, I guess. We're yeah. at the time, but we can keep going because we got two more explanations left. We got two. Let's let's rock it out. Two more. Time travelers. Ooh. Shadow Aliens. people. Shadow people or time travelers. No. From the future. No. 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 I think it's an extension of us on this planet, and we go up and we or go to the other side. Yeah, if it's time travelers, then again, why would they just come and run away from you? Why wouldn't they well, like be actually doing things? I will say if if time travel is invented in our lifetime, every shadow person that we've ever seen was me messing with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Note to self. So circle that one as a possibility. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why everything's a theory. <laughs> Theories are so easily uh-huh. removed. <laughs> Uh, time travelers. I, you know, I when I think of time travelers, I think of it in Back a science. Back to the future. Yes, I think <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I think That's of it in a whole it. different, a whole different spectrum. It's a whole another beast. They're coming from somewhere else. It's not just. Well, all right. Do we want to say a time traveler? Yeah, you've passed on, but guess what? You've come back to see me. You've traveled through some type of time to show me that you're there. I mean, you could really take it to that technicality. But as a time traveler, I'm thinking it's. It's the alien coming from like the other universe or the other thousands Always of universes. Always comes back to the aliens. It does. It is. <laughs> there are wormholes. There's deep wormholes. Like every every possible theory for shadow people could be its own topic in itself. So this is kind of crazy. So last time. last theory. What? Ghosts. They're just spirits. They can't fully manifest. People that can't fully manifest. Yeah, I'm agreeing with that one. Yep, me too. Yep, that's where that's where my my theory lies. Yeah. Ghosts can't Ghosts. manifest. Yeah, I think they just can't fully manifest. They don't have enough energy to produce, you know, characteristics. Or they don't want to. Yeah, they might not you know, want to. They, be they avoid us. How yep. many people have seen full length ghost and they can describe what they saw to a detail? So they don't fully manifest, or I've seen both. Do? So if you're if you're gonna bat at this percentage here, what do you think? I have seen maybe one to two full apparitions in my entire life. As I've seen many many shadow people. I think it takes a lot to manifest. So you're saying fully. all you're all those people out there. It's all it's all crazy talk. Ghosts aren't that rare or are rare. Oh what yeah, I seen? definitely think that full body apparitions are rare. Okay. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but to yeah. Me it's, that's like the holy grail. Oh, again, in all the investigations I've been, I've never seen a full body apparition in an investigation. It's always been in a shadow form when I see them. And even that's rare, but it happens. You don't have to see a ghost, right? Ghosts can make noises, energy. Yeah, of course. And again, I, I mean, for me, I think it comes down to the level that you're at as far as where your consciousness is and how far you can open up yourself to have those things happen. I mean, we can talk about that. We're going to have to, that's a whole nother topic too. But, you know, if you're closed off and don't want to see things and don't want to be a part of that, then I think you're going to have more difficulty in seeing things. 
Sweet. I think ghosts are all over the place. I think we don't see a lot of them. I think we, we, well, in my personal experience, it's a balance. I've seen, you know, I have actually seen more shadow people than I've. Yeah, when you on. think about it. Now that I'm thinking about right. it at my own house, you know, I've seen dark ones. I've seen light ones. I've seen full ghost apparitions, if you want to call them, you know, walk through my stairs, up my stairs as I'm taking my daughter to sleep. So I've definitely seen that a few times. So, you know, I, I again, I think you're right. It's what level you're at. It's where your recognition is and how in tune you are to what's going on. And some people have been blessed to be in tune with the other side or what's happening. Yeah. Or if, if, if they even want to show themselves. Right. Well, that too, I think, is more of a muscle. The more you flex it and use it, the better it off you get. But one thing's for certain. We've definitely babbled on about shadow people tonight. We have yeah. babbled. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, but I just really want to thank everybody for listening. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It's Thanks our first for our first inaugural podcast, and we made it. Yes. I know. But we want to hear what you guys have to think about shadow people and creeper peepers and creeper peepers and all the creeper wonderful theories that we talked about tonight. Which ones do you agree with? Which ones do you think are crazy? Come and uh, check us out on Beyond Borders and hit us up on Twitter at Parababble or Facebook.Parababble. Um, you know, we want to hear from you guys. We want to know uh, what you think and you're even though this is a podcast and we're not necessarily live we want you guys to definitely be a part of what we're doing so because we will get the messages absolutely you know if there's anything you like to see different in the show that maybe we can incorporate we're down for it this is like coffee talk you know throw it's coffee talk it's coffee talk with pair <laughs> parababble coffee talk there it is new york coming out <laughs> but once again we thank you for listening and we will see you next week so this is Allison signing out. Rob. Are you signing out? Yeah, I'm signing out. All right. This is Jeff, local alien believer. I'm out. Keep babbling. <laughs>